David Gump Draymond was born in the back seat of a 76 eggshell white Coupe de Ville, occupying a handicapped space outside of the Griffith Animal Hospital during a hazardously unexpected summer night in July of 1991. While relatively safe from a tornado sighting in Garrett County, Kentucky, some 361 miles away, David's mother, Vera, could not help but notice the wall cloud hovering over the shelter as the humidity raised a palpable stench of petrified cat piss and distant rainfall. 10:31:22. Katie got up from her desk during a phone call while training was sitting. At 12:30, even though I came back from lunch early, I was pulled into 5074 by Mary Weaver and told that I shouldn't have gone to the bathroom at 11:30 a.m. And even though she told me to go to lunch when I asked her, she accused me of just walking off from a phone call. She came back at 2:33 p.m. and was not told the same things I was chastised for in plain view of the nesting area. Katie. I fucking hate that pale bitch Mary. I hate Miguel. And I definitely hate Quentin. Imposter syndrome becomes a reality, along with a litany of accusations and diagnoses that you become all too familiar. An owl, a cat, a frog, another negative result for the punch card. You've pushed the limits of decency with one too many people, and it was no precognitive apparition that led you from the bedroom to another asymptomatic venture on the astral plane. No shadows pinning down the exact moment you misspoke in troubled times when it was appropriate to maintain an air of superiority. There's conversations about the throne of your impertinent frugality, wasted youth, a patch sewn on an army jacket, stolen from Goodwill. Your oldest and her discarded wares sitting on your chest like a mountain of mistakes as you pause in the reverse mirror to examine what remains of a fragile, albeit deaf, connection. You're living on borrowed time from a biologically mysterious vantage, looking back on all these blueprints of personal failure. In the back of your head is a face you no longer recognize, the roots tearing away from themselves, lost possessions, and the oncoming winter to bear it colder than most and harbor the ill will toward a familiar setting. The table of discussion is open seating and the remnants of your life before a mass, a den of dust bunnies, whispers above the table curtain well-planned ulterior motives for the victims of your self-awareness. It's been a long time coming. It's been a ledger signed upon birth, recourse of the frantically misled 30,000 steps in the direction of someone else to blame. The even times in the future were Parisian pink Range Rovers and couples holding hands. Don't sicken you.
when a gust of cold wind shakes the horn's effect you mistake as a halo. And holding another Fortune 500 accountable with ransom notes for trade secrets. Notes on quantum merit. From Jesse the Body Ventura. You imagine an iron will rests in your pocket. To oppress the oppressor. Prison becomes pussy. A high-end personal resort for drug-fueled sex crazed rendezvous without leaving the comfort of their apartment. An ashtray grows legs and wears out your favorite hoodie. A Japanese maple tree is laid on the topsoil of your pious, albeit oblivious, resistance to change. And you learn to breathe cheaply like a self-motivated and stern individual with scars for knuckles to match the friction of the unforeseen. There are those who see you in lighter context, a skim beacon of hope above where you sit on the other side of the green door. And when you put your stock in the vast exchange between peaks and valleys, the shadow therein, backing you into your own metaphorical corner of your cognitive distortions, an unreachable and vast wing of Mike Tyson's mansion at odds with another, waits for your pivot foot to go lame. Drop your guard only for a second. This sounds convincing enough to make you believe the last neighbor with a penchant for blight and verbal discourse wears an eye patch to detract from the daily assault on your ear cavity. Your uncomfortable relationship with mental anguish lets see you see yourself in her. Across the balcony screaming you're laughing at a dead bitch. Thank you. 
That's an actual quote, a once renowned and clearly traumatized victim of how we turn said pain into performance art. Leaving our front doors unlocked, leaving the windows open to the midnight air. Learning that certain accents are too strong for the upper end of Englewood, and hating humanity as a whole. It's fair to consider these tirades of another jaded, misplaced generation among the rubble. The eye patch hasn't made a jumping jack streak in weeks. She may be dead for all likes and purposes. Bask in the glow of a renovation project. The purple aura of a hard-fought victory of being subject to a resounding sense of visceral clarity. Hang your best efforts on the disintegrating experience with Salvia. The unwavering spirit, a holy panda, a mandala made from sidewalk chalk, and another open mouth.
virtually impossible yet, expected version of sustainability in a relationship, grinding away at remnants of a less complex corridor of compassion, filing incident reports for time wasted in a locked position of grace and obliviousness. You walk in a dark one-way street into the pit of your moral dilemmas, a split head with awakened perception, the green door's exit looming further away on the inside, a vast rumination on times when you should have used two hands to choke the life from your oppressor. Virtually impossible becomes practically undeniable, a reclined and enclosed space of familiarity. You smell like sex in the air. You notice the subtle ticking of her toes in your direction. Surveillance of the ill-attuned. Discreet messages sent under the guise of what is familiar, sexy, comforting. They overlap packs made on the throng of your distemper. You've built a place to forget what makes you sweat in the dark. In the little French you were able to speak before you drew the shades, sent but never seen, two to five days, weeks, months, decades, from where you stand in the purple light from before. The hours spent away are thorns on alien plant life you can't nail down with pale paint or blood and the old hours of worry are bereft on all sides of trust and the sincere poise of a flower you can't name. And by name we mean to understand. And by nailing down we mean to hold in place the old hours searching the holes in our judgment here, now, then. tomorrow. Just like really, just 
Sorry. 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 It's just like she's like she kind of seems like a miserable person, and I feel like she brings that to work with her all the time, and like it just like I noticed a drastic difference, like working with Tony yesterday okay. versus working with her. Yeah. And like. I know Tony has his issues and stuff like that, but like at least it's like a little bit more positive in there yeah. and stuff. Is it like the passive aggressive, like yeah. And stuff? The other day, I think I was working with her like Saturday, and this woman came in and um, asked a question, and I can't remember who was working. I think it was Mandy was working the counter or yeah. whoever was there. Um, not Mandy. I'm sorry. Uh, Ajene. I think. Got it. One of the two. Um, no worries. Yeah. And they were working the counter and the woman just asked a question and I see like Rachel like get upset and then she walks over and she's like, I think I've already answered this question for you before and then complained about the woman after she left to like whoever she was talking to. Yeah. Um, the next day I had a phone call, like I was doing patient care portal and this woman was just like trying to be, you know, confrontational over the phone. Oh, okay. And I was just like, you know, miss, I'm not trying to do that. I was like just here to you know asking if you wanted me to fill this prescription for you and she went on a tirade and I was like I'm sorry I'm not asking that I was just asking about this I got off the phone and I was just like complaining just like she did you know and then she looks at me and she's like well you better get used to it if you're gonna work customer service like no offense but I was working customer service before she even had a job probably like I think I'm that much older than her you're not that much older than her I'm like 40 so whatever yeah so she's like I, that kind of upset me. I was like, yeah. I just heard you complaining about somebody like yesterday. Yeah, and, and like I get a lot of that from her, to be honest with you. Like, um, her and Sid pulled me aside that one day, and they were like, "You need to be more patient with customers." And I was like, "This is after I watched Rachel like make a woman cry in the lobby for asking her how to use like an inhaler." You know, I, I it's just yeah. I don't understand the corporate culture a little bit, like because it feels like it's super passive aggressive in there, uh, but like I get chastised for like from doing, the corporate culture or from Rachel's culture. Yeah, Rachel's culture, <laughs> okay. I guess. No, yeah, I just yeah. Sure I'm understanding. But yeah, yeah, like I just I don't know like where I fit in like in that environment. Okay. Like I'm pretty freaking miserable working with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering maybe like I hate to even ask for another transfer but like maybe if there's like another store or something nearby I could transfer to I mean if you're interested in a transfer I'm not going to deter you from it Yeah. Um, I'm not I just don't see things getting like better and like I've tried to talk to her about it and yeah. like I don't know like if things got any better from that talk, yeah. Um, like not. I'm not trying to be dismissive, right. but I don't know how else to say it. The issue you're having with her is going to resolve itself okay. in a short period of time. Oh, does that mean I'm getting like fired or something? No. Okay. I'm not trying to be passive aggressive. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. But I'm also not trying to take thunder away from anybody else. Sure. So. Okay. I I don't know. I'm just trying to say it in a, in a way. So I'm not again. I don't want to dismiss the issue. Right. Um. I can definitely. I and I, I will definitely talk about it with her. Um. But it is going to be irrelevant in a short period of time. 
Oh, okay. Should I be worried about something? Not for you. Okay. You, nothing's changing for you unless you want it to. No, no, yeah. Like, other, other things are changing. Okay, all right. Are you, are you getting you. what I put down here? I gave what you said. Okay, yeah. I'm trying not, like I said, I'm trying not to take away from anybody's message that's right. going to come soon. Okay. I, I think today. Okay. Um, but again, I could definitely talk to her. But again, if, if you're not happy here as well, well, it's not even I that. I don't want to put. It's not even that, that I'm not happy here. It's just like I just wish that it was like in the pharmacy. It just wasn't so like. Yeah. You know, I uh, I feed off energy like I do. I feel you. Yeah. I, I feel it too. Right. So, um, like I said, I I definitely yeah. will have the conversation, but in a week's time, it's gonna be. Okay. A killer concern. We call it a killer concern. Like. Okay. Does that make? Yeah. No. I got. I got what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> but if you want to look into transferring, I'm no. all, I support that as well. I, I can totally wait and see what happens. Is that? Like, it is. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you want. And I just I, wanted I you to know what was going on. No. Yeah. 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 And I totally appreciate it. And yeah. again, it, the next week I'll try to make it as best as I can for you. Okay. Um. But yeah, but again, I don't, I don't want to say no, you can't transfer either. So if that's still on your mind, definitely continue to let me know. And, just, yep. and if there's other people too and stuff, let me know. I'm trying not to, I'm trying to stay away. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm different than everyone else too. So I'm trying not to interfere, add to everybody's stuff. So cool. I'm trying to just stay away. But that's just, I think I'm benefiting you guys by staying away, but if there's something you need me to step in for, I, like I said, I appreciate you coming to me and sure. stuff and having this conversation and, you know, I'll definitely be there for you guys cool. whenever you need me to. I just need to know that you guys know, hey, I need you. Yeah. Because I'm trying not to push myself. I appreciate that. Thank you. So. But yeah. Awesome. Cool. I'll let you but get back to me. Just keep me posted. I mean, like I said, I don't want to dismiss anything. No, no, you're um, good. But I, I got you. I got you. Appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Cool. Yes.